cheeky little bounce. Oh, well done. Runs towards goal. It's a chance. It's as good as you'll ever see. Oh, well done, Sauce. Hey, you like Pez? Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host, Pez. I'm here with Source. We are here for a finals edition of Behind the Boundary Podcast. After a stellar home and away season, Source, we're very, very excited. Even though it was a little bit uh, dampened by that, what was it, a week off uh, before finals to get everyone right for their injuries? Hey, Pez, I was a little bit confused what you were talking about there because we had a great, absolute punting season, Pez, and I didn't have any damper in there. But you're obviously talking about the AFL's decision to have the uh, pre-finals buy and Whilst it's good for the teams to be able to get back to, you know, tip-top form and being able to have rest their players, it takes away a little bit from, you know, living in Melbourne or wherever you're living. And the footy banter and the footy, you know, vibe that comes around the AFL in the lead-up to it. We're, we're recording this on a Monday night, Pez, quite, quite late, mind you, quite late <laughs> on a Monday night. And it hasn't quite hit yet. We've got three games in Melbourne this week. And, you know, I think it takes it away a little bit. You see other sports around the world, they've started to bring in sort of those, uh, what do they call them, the, the playing games and, you know, providing a little bit of AFL football last week uh, wouldn't have gone astray for me. Here we go, coming to change all the change all the rules here, Sauce. But, uh, no, it was, a, it was a dampener on it because uh, at the workplace, you're not really speaking about finals footy because it's over a week away, yeah? Mm-hmm. And then by the time Friday comes, you're like, oh... What's on for the weekend? You know, you don't have AFL footy. Uh, some local footy clubs weren't playing. And then you look into the next week, it's just turned Monday. So I know after this podcast is released, uh, everyone's going to be buzzing. We're going to yeah, be talking down about Down at the it. water cooler, Pez, everyone will be buzzing. Blop, 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 blop. Getting all the <laughs> little form on there. <laughs> little, uh, no, no good from you. But uh, end of the home and away season, uh, we'll, round 24, we both got a week off. The, the CEO of BTB gave us a week off for our... Uh, decent season this this year. So I went two from two in round 24, just had the dogs uh, uh, to win and Taylor Walker most goals, which was pretty much free money there. And uh, plus 2.3 units for that round to take me to 39.74 units of profit for season 2023. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't let you know about this, Pez. I actually had the... I had um, a phone call during the week about about scammers and they were, they were a bit uncertain what had happened because my, my bank was really uncertain about what was happening because it was a week I didn't dis- deposit any money in there because of all my winnings. The, did, reverse, the reverse scam. The reverse scam. They're like, hey, is it, you know, everything all right? Like you didn't you didn't, um, you didn't dispo- deposit heaps of units into the bank account. I said, oh, just, it's AFL finals, had a week off, just getting my eye in for coming that into is the, finals. That is the biggest floggish thing you have said on this podcast in six seasons. In six seasons. Uh, you know what? I'm surprised taking me that long to act like a flog <laughs> Because six seasons of profit, Pez. Uh, if I talk about my last round, which is again no surprise, profit, profit, profit. Um, I staked eight units, returned three point nine two units. Uh, the only bet that I lost was my sneaky live bet, Pez, and uh, I don't mind losing that for a bit of a. I was getting a bit bored. I uh, said on the Sunday, just you win, win, win. So I threw something at the stumps. It didn't take off, but for the season, one ninety two uh, units staked and returned at seventy nine point nine four. So an ROI of forty one, and absolutely rolling in the green, Pez. Yeah, and uh, Taylor Walker most goals oh, against that free money, he, free money. He he had it there. kicked um, kicked his way to lead the Coleman Medal going into Sunday, and uh, Charlie Kerno obviously won the Coleman Medal. He got two quick goals in that first quarter and put it to bed, just like uh, Carlton did with the with the game laying down to the GWS Giants there. But we're heading to finals footy, so let's 
let's get into it. This is going to be huge. We're 119.68 units up for the season, so uh, we're definitely not going to lose that in the final. So we are going into... <laughs> Tell you what, Pez, if we, if we, <laughs> there'll be, there, my bank will be calling me if I start, if I stake 190-something units or 79 units, uh, Pez. They definitely will be... Uh, the missus might knock on my uh, my door and uh, there might be an intervention nah, with lock, money, Pez. Mate, lock it in. Six out of six <laughs> uh, profitable seasons, publicly profitable, might, might yeah, I say, because... Just, just, just putting it out there, Pez. Everything's out there, winners. Accountable, losers, transparency. All is accountable. All is accountable, and uh, we're ready to go for a massive show. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small. Our bets with an opportunity about 50 meters out. I was with a mate, and um, we were getting getting sort of ready to leave, and he, he said, um, "I think I'm going to whack 10 on on Maxi. Do you want? Do you want some as well?" And I, I said. Not going to mess around, Pez. Not like going to mess around at all like the AFL has a week off. Straight into this week's specials. Sinu takes a special and goes bang. Now, You're looking uh, pretty chuffed over there, no, Pez. I've just heard the, actually released just heard, something. Just heard the intro. Yeah. Just heard the intro for thing. And Heath Shaw uh, is, is on there. You yeah, know, correct. Putting, putting a bit of 10 a cheek, Just on. a cheeky 10. And he, he plays um, with my... Kid's uncle, yeah, at East Kilo. So they're playing at East Kilo. He, he plays there, ex AFL footballer. You know, I go to watch him from time to time. He's pretty good in defence. Tra- he tracking? Kicks pretty good. You know, he looks um, not as fit as he once was, <laughs> but he's he's looking all right. <laughs> but presentation night they had on Friday night. I didn't go or anything, but uh, they usually give out awards. Yeah, what award do you reckon he won in terms of like you know best and fairest and all that? Is it a real award? It's a real award. He won it on the night. Is it like a, a league award? Or is it just their best? No, and just, just the club. Uh, maybe most courageous captain. You're say, XAFL player, most improved. <laughs> most improved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, that is the biggest dig. When it went up, 25 minute speech. Te- oh. Text the group, group text in the morning. Hey, boys, what award did I win last night? Wow, that is so good by the club to uh, they're, they're taking the mickey. That's a dig. They're isn't taking it? the mickey. That, aren't is, they? that is a dig. Isn't that isn't that the the old fig jam? I reckon that all year long Heath Shaw's gone the old uh, the, the, you know the fig jam in a couple of times. Like oh you know this is all right. So the the boys have riled him up there. If well he, done. If he wasn't if he wasn't pissed, oh, you can't go up and accept that. That's no no. But do you know what? I love that he's leaned into it. <laughs> love that he leaned into it and he just rattled off a twenty five minute speech. Was he aware that he was he was going to win it or? Oh, no idea. And I don't think he was aware that he was there that night. So, Oh, that good a form, was he? <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many cheeky tens he put down, eh? Most improved. He, he would have. Che- cheeky live bet, you reckon he was playing? Just the QR? <laughs> he, he would have done something. That, that was um, that was very special and that's why. That was special. That reminded me of that. But um, we're talking about specials this week. Sports bet have uh, come to the party on a Monday, which is, which is decent. Thursday night, the same game, multi, second chance. If it doesn't win, you get a second chance. I think it's got to be over $2 there. And uh, Bluebet have the 12-up promo at halftime. So they've kept that all season pretty much and uh, for finals as well. Yeah, so well kudos done, to well them done, Bluebet. Um, to put it out for Monday. Nothing else floating around at the moment, as I can see. So keep your eye out uh, closer to the bounce of all the games. Uh, if you want to... Uh, snab or snag another. You want a snab? Snab. Just, what's, what's just invented snab? it. That's oh, when, right. when you, get, you go to the Bunnings uh, hot, uh, sausages and you don't get one. That's the old snab. The That's snag. like the snag and the snob. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Let's, uh, there's the specials. There, there. <laughs> 
Jesus, we are. We can tell we're up and about, and we're a little bit off track uh, coming into this. But something that's not going to be off track, Pez, is this game. This is going to be an absolute banger. You know, we're, we're going to have a packed ground, Pez. We were talking before about the the you know ticket tet and then getting the tickets for, for this game. Absolutely horrible system. Oh, okay. And <laughs> you cannot do it. This game, you you could hardly get tickets fifteen minutes into it. Where at one stage there was only single seats available when you click best best available restricted view. So up in the bleachers behind the scoreboard, uh, this place is going to be packed to the brim. There's going to be punch on school law. The police are going to have to be uh, be out there as well, and uh, oh. there's going to be some fans locked up. I reckon in this one. I hope it's I hope it's not me. I mean, I have a bit of a smart mouth. I'm, I'm going there to that game, pairs. I got a free ticket for that one. Uh, I'm going to have a cheek, couple of cheeky uh, beverages. So. Yeah, I, I'm, and I'm sitting in the Collingwood section too, going for a spoiler alert. You couldn't pay me. You couldn't pay me to go and sit in there. I might just roll a couple up and just look for old sauce on there and just, you know, I might start doing the Melbourne. Melbourne. <laughs> but anyway, let's you get... You hate Melbourne as well? What are you talking about? Yeah, but I've, they're playing Collingwood, oh, so yes. I don't mind Melbourne. Yes. Um, do you know what, Pez? You know what I don't hate? I don't hate uh, winning, so that's that's who I'm going to be cheering for. And <laughs> Yeah, you're winning. I don't Ralph, hate. Ralph I don't Wiggum. Hate. <laughs> it reminds me of Ralph Wiggum. Go, go banana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into things. Uh, it's getting a little bit I'm in late your head and here. crazy. I'm in your head. You're in my head. Uh, Collingwood taking on Melbourne. First plays fourth. The dollar eighty-one favourites are the Magpies. Melbourne outsiders two dollars four minus two and a half is the line. Over under one fifty-five and a half. Pez. This this uh, to, to over under total has been absolutely crunched. It opened at a dollar. Sorry, one sixty-five at the start of the week. And you know, a lot of people talk about trends in finals. And one of the things that we see a lot of with finals is low-scoring games. And that's a, that's a trend that has continued and has been definitely documented the last couple of years. That's why it's been crunched so much. Do you, do you think that game's going to to you know uh, replicate the last couple of years low-scoring game? Well, I think it might. We've got uh, 128 points were scored in the game as total game points last time between Melbourne and Collingwood. But you've you got to remember, Melbourne dominated that second half. They kicked eight goals, 18 for the game. So they had a lot of scoring opportunities and, and couldn't capitalise. So Thursday night footy, we'll see if anything's different. The, the focus is going to be on defence. And we haven't seen the best of both of these sides because, you know, you've got to save a bit in the tank for, for finals footy. They've both got pretty strong defences as well. So you've got Stephen May and Jake Lever down one end. You've got Darcy Moore down the other end who tries to be the general. And Melbourne are going to somehow try and... Take advantage of him because if he is one-on-one and he's not the one floating in, he can be a little bit vulnerable. And uh, I think the other advantage Melbourne has is definitely in the ruck uh, with Max Gorn. Collingwood haven't found their ruck identity yet. Darcy Cameron you know, struggling to find his way back after injury. You've got Mason Cox who in and out of the side. Is he going to be able to play? Some Collingwood fans really like him and I just think he's a massive liability uh, for them to, to run through the ruck. A few different injuries to some forwards as well. So we'll just see who can kick the bigger score. There's a massive, massive battle in the midfield. Big game players. You've got Christian Petrarca on one side. You've got Jordan Dugowie on the other. And then you've got, you know, your Pendlebury. You've got your Vineys. You've got your Clayton Olivers. It is action-packed. Superstars everywhere. And this is going to be a massive clash at the MCG. Massive clash uh, in, in at the MCG on the ground, Pez, and also in the stands because, uh, you know, Brody Gun- Grundy is going to be in the stand getting paid from both of them, uh, getting paid from both clubs, watching a final. That's a good investment for both teams there. Yeah, good on him. Is he – what's he doing? Is he hoping for – a Max Gorn injury in the at the end of a prelim or something. He's got better better luck trying to trying to steal Mason Cox's spot than getting into that Melbourne side. <laughs> is he still on the list? <laughs> he's still, he's still getting paid. You know what? If I'd love to slot, if I was Collingwood, I'd love to slot 
Grundy into the oh, ruck 100%. this week. Hundred percent, it'd be amazing. Head to head with Gorney, you know, because that's where Melbourne has a really clear advantage. And you talk finals footy pairs, and, and finals footy is a contested game. It's tight. It's you know the ground ball. The, you know, get the ball is it's very contested. There's a lot of lot of ball ups. Better to say jump balls in. Uh, you know, and the, the, the thing that wins finals is clearances, and and Melbourne are a, a Top clearance side and a top possession side. They're, they're ranked first in the composition, uh, first in the competition for that, uh, and that's the football that's really turned around their season as of late. And you know, coming into the last twelve weeks, they're nine and three pairs. Collingwood are only eight and four, so not that much difference. But Melbourne have hit form. They beat them early in the year as well. You know, you spoke about the matchup earlier in the year that Melbourne won. You know, and Melbourne won at pairs when. Collingwood were in flying form. They were probably playing their best of the season. They come out absolutely firing at the start of the season. Melbourne were able to get them, uh, get the chocolates in that one. They probably should have won by four or five goals. But to me, this game is going to be won uh, in that midfield. Uh, they've got elite stars in there. Petrarca, one of the Brownlow favourites. You know, you had Oliver, who's starting to get a couple games under his belt. The, the, Gorn's going to get first look at it. You got um, you know Viney that's been in there. You got Brayshaw. There's so many um, stars in that in that Melbourne midfield that's going to control the pill and give them first opportunity. Melbourne have really struggled to score in other sort of final series and early in this year. The last month though, they've really hit form. Bailey Fritch has been absolutely amazing. He won a grand final basically off his own boot and he's been in ripping form. Uh, Van Ruin, whilst he's still young, he still gets a decent sort of look at it. Going to take the third defender there. You've got uh, really disappointing, the, the surprise packet pairs, your man, that he's got injured but that's opened the door for Tom McDonald. So this is going to be um, a really interesting one because Melbourne have a great defence, Collingwood are a smaller uh, offence, a smaller forward line they're going to have to really run that fast and fast paced footy that they love and when they get going Pez, watching those connections, Harlem Globe, uh, Globetrotter sort of stuff, they absolutely look firing but if they can avoid that uh, Melbourne setting up getting those contested marks, they can give themselves a crack at it well, you're going to have to do that. I think defence is going to be a massive factor in this game and whoever can set up better and, you know, run defensively. I think both sides have the have the wings to be able to move that ball quickly and who's going to be brave to, to try and go through that middle and, and, and try and get the score on the board because uh, who, who's going to be the more attacking side? Not necessarily that's the side that's going to win it. They, they, you know, could cause turnovers, could do lots of things. But it's going to be a real interesting watch. And uh, I'm leaning towards Demons. I'm not going to be putting a bet in this game, not even with that same game multi-special source, because some of the disposal markets and some of the goal-scoring markets, they've been crunched all year and, and the value isn't there. So I'm not even risking it on that. I'm just enjoying the game and there's going to be no bet from me. No bet from you. That's... um. Yeah, that's that's different. That's that's different. Um, I I like uh, a couple things in this one, Pez. I really like the under. Um, if we look at since two thousand and ten, the over under thirty three out of the fifty two games, Pez, in uh, the first week of final. Or sorry, the final series altogether, uh, they've gone under. The last two years, one out of eight in the first uh, have game first uh, games have gone over. So only one of those out of the last eight uh, elimination, or what are these now, what do they call it, the uh, qualifying final. So only one out of the last eight has gone over. The average score across the final series in the last 10 years is 161. So they're the numbers that I look for. I looked early in the week pairs. As I said, I jumped on two units, sports bet, 165 and a half, the under, and that absolutely got crunched, pairs. Absolutely got crunched. 10 points in already. Uh, so, I mean, that's huge. So my numbers have this game sitting about 157. So, I, I you know, I think it possibly will still go under that one, uh, what is it, 155 at the moment. 
So what I've done is I've gone in, and I think Melbourne are going to win as well. I talked about the contested footy that they're going to control their, their forward line whilst, you know, is questionable at how they're going to score. It has been firing over the last month. I'm really concerned about Melbourne's, uh, sorry, Collingwood's uh, offence. Mason Cox, as your, your vocal point, uh, I really don't like that. The smaller, smaller sort of forwards there can put some impact on there, but... They're going to need to have a strategy to be get past those those big, tall uh, defenders. So I've gone, it's two-leg same-game multi with Sportsbet. Melbourne at the 204, plus the um, I've added the alternate line, 175, the under. That gives me odds of 260, and I've put two units there. So I've got four units on the first game, heavily relying Ooh. on the under pairs, but one of them's a free hit. So if the under gets up, I'm basically uh, going to be loving life. So two, huge, huge first one pairs. Two very different takes. So you, you said you were worried about um, Collingwood's forward line and scoring ability. Well, I'm worried. I'm worried if they, I'm worried if they can. I'm, I'm worried about your health and safety and well-being because what? cheering for Melbourne in the Collingwood cheer squad and with a couple of bets, big bets on Melbourne. I'm uh, I'm not liking your chances to I'm walk I'm out of there alive. I'm a very likable bloke, and the people. I'm sure the Collingwood supporters who are reasonable people will see. You know, it's good to have uh, some alternative views to football. Nah, um, yeah, best of, best <laughs> yeah. of luck on the th- on the Thursday night. crickets. I may or may not speak to you on the Friday. <laughs> well, that's why I need the four units there, Pez, because <laughs> I'll need to pay for the insurance with that. I don't know why talking about that. Well, let's get on to the Friday night clash. Another big one, staying at the MCG. Carlton taking on Sydney. $1.49 favourites are the Blues. Uh, and their first final in almost 10 years, Pez. So, uh, you know, the return to form, playing the uh, the reigning, what, uh, runners-up. 265 outside of the Sydney Swans. Minus 13.5 is the line over under. 158 and a half pairs. Carlton are back. They're coming. We heard about this 15 years ago that they're coming. They're finally here. The lid is off, Pez. Can the Blues win it from fifth? Well, this is... Uh, you, you think the pressure would be off because, you know, they had a really More bad... More than ever, is it on? <laughs> they had a bad start to the season, had a massive winning streak, had a bit of a hiccup last week, but uh, you, you wouldn't be... Oh, would you be worried about it? I'm not too worried about it for Carlton, to be honest, but... I'm, I'm thinking Sydney. This is a real danger game because Sydney could uh, could come out and do anything. It's not just a, a game where Carlton's going to finally get into the finals with a, with a home final against an interstate club and just automatically win. Now, they've, they've got the game style to be able to do it. They've got some of the players. Uh, but the Swans, they've, they've showed some good form. They've shown that they're able to compete against sides, uh, especially at this ground as well. And with Lance Franklin out for the season, it's actually, you know, helped, not hindered the Swans. They've, they've had a couple of things. And from a grand final team last year, they've, they've made it last year. Uh, it doesn't mean anything now. No, nothing means anything on Friday night when you cross that white line. But Errol Goulden to have a massive game. You've got Isaac Heaney, who's been a bit off this season, and he, he can pop up for a big game as well. So... I'm really looking forward to the midfield battle again because if if Carlton can get on top, they've got the forward they've got the forward power to be able to do this. They've got the the small forwards who you know can pop up and, and kick some goals as well. But Charlie Kerno and Harry Mackay, you've got them two up forward. If they can take some marks, they can have some set shots at goal and you know not get the the yips and and kick straight and get that momentum flowing. That's when Carlton play their best footy. So uh, that's how they're going to win this game. 
Yeah, I, I, to me, it's it's going to be all in that midfield. The the, the football brand that the uh, Carlton have played the last month, led by Cripps, Chera, Walsh, you know, George Hewitt, and even you know Paddy Dowd in the last couple of weeks, him being in there, his inclusion has been great. It's been huge, and it's you know something that they've been talking about for Carlton. For, you know, we actually mentioned at the start of the year about less is more with Carlton, and, and they're just allowing not a huge range of talent and superstars to be doing this, you know, dominating games. They're just doing the team thing. They're getting the ball forward. They've got the Coleman medalist. And, 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 you know, he's in ripping form as well. So I'm really worried for Sydney in this one, how they're going to stop that forward line because Sydney's got a huge deficit down back and you're coming up against the Coleman medalist as well as McKay in there as well, him coming back. You know, they've got a couple of good little small forwards who have been, uh, you know, been able to pop up Carlton. And, and I'm really worried for, for Carlton because uh, for Sydney because if Carlton can get a hold of that forward line, they can get a lot of entries there, which their midfield has definitely proven over the last month or so. This game could really open up for, for, for Carlton. The only thing that's going to let them down is accuracy. Uh, $1.51, though, for me, is really short. Uh, I'm a little bit surprised. The experience up the other end, Sydney, they're, they're proven, they're young, they're hungry. They, they've they've you know, ripped off, what, six of the last seven games for wins. They were, they were extremely competitive against Melbourne last week. That fourth quarter blew open. They... they you know, they're a good side, and uh, I, th- I think that a lot of people are selling them short. I think the bookies definitely have sold them short in this one. To, to me, this is an even money game. Uh, even? Yeah, I would have this as an even money game, Pez. 265 outside of the, the Sydney Swans, and a plus 13 and a half head start. I'd be leaning towards that. I think Sydney have, a, have enough uh, young talent there, and their forward line, there's a lot of different ways that Sydney can kill you and hurt you. And I think that if they can get a hold of that midfield and they can contain some of those those blokes that we talked about, then they'll be in for this. And 13 and a half, uh, to me, that's a that's a huge head start for, for a you know, team that was runners-up last year. Yeah, when I was uh, you know doing the numbers and having a look at this game, I saw the 13 and a half. It looked, it looked not bad, but MCG in a final, all, all the pressure here, this is what I love to think about in final. All the pressure here is on the Carlton Footy Club because they're going to be an absolute laughing stock if they lose this game. All, all the Carlton fans are going to be burning their memberships again and, and burning the merchandise. And the, the people that are going to have the biggest laugh is the Collingwood supporters. So even if Collingwood lose on Thursday night or if they win, doesn't matter. They're going to, they're going to be all eyes on this game because they do not want the Carlton Footy Club in finals at all. Sydney... Nothing to lose. No one expected them to be in the finals um, at mid-year. They've they've scraped their way in with you know a couple of couple of close wins throughout the season, and and they're there. They've they've finished eighth, and uh, they're in with a shot in, in this game. And they need to have massive massive games from individuals to be able to to win this game. But doesn't every big final have to have to do that? So my lean would be the Sydney plus thirteen and a half at the moment, but. Uh, no bet again in, in this for me because uh, if I was going head to head with the 12 watt special, Carlton are too short. Uh, I, I don't think Sydney are going to to win the game, so I'm not going to go there either. But uh, yeah, it's finals footy, and I'm starting to get excited about it. Source, it's going to be a cracking game, and and like I, as I said, you know that I'm surprised at the, how how different the the odds are in this one. You know, there's almost what's that. Was that a dollar twenty, a dollar a dollar twenty difference in this, and then that's huge. That's huge for a finals game for a, for a team that once they got rolling Sydney. Remember at the start of the year they had so many injuries. Now they're rolling. They've got their finals team in there. You know, basically from last year, taking on an unproven Carlton side. Most of those blokes wouldn't have played finals. If so, it's a couple of their senior blokes. Carlton had three quarters of rest last week though, and then another week off. But is that good? Is it like is that what you want? Is that what you want coming into finals cold? Like you know, the Sydney were were playing a good brand of footy last week. They they 
took it to Melbourne. I'm leaning towards Sydney, the plus 13 and a half. I might, depends how uh, how much up on, how much I'm up on the, <laughs> from from the Thursday. Might have a little dabble at the 265 on uh, Bluebed. But let's get into the one that I know that you're super oh. nervous about. And uh, it's going to be interesting to hear your insights in this, Pez. You've got uh, two of your favourite teams, really. You got, you're, you're painting the town orange, GWS. We know orange on paint your, <laughs> your Saints, Kilda Saints. I'm going to let you do a lot of your talking, Pez, because the one thing you do really well is not only talk about the Saints, but you're an honest honest uh, commentary on the Saints as well as your knowledge on, on GWS and AFL. I'm really interested to hear where you're going and I'm guided by you. So the Saints taking on GWS at the MCG. Surprising venue choice. $2.10 Outsiders. Pez, repeat, Outsiders are the Saints. $1.75 favourites to the Giants. Minus three and a half is the line. Six taking on seventh. Absolute cracker for your Saturday night. Yeah, so... Or Saturday afternoon, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Saturday afternoon, and here, and here we go with uh, the Giants and the Saints. It's all been the talk that the Giants have been absolutely storming home and, you know, they're primed and ready for finals and things like that. Both sides haven't played at the MCG very often. So uh, it, it's they've, nev- they've never played each other at the MCG, like ever. There you go. So it's not going to be a massive advantage for either side, but I think it's going to be more of an advantage for St Kilda being in Victoria still, not having to travel in saying that Chedrias have, you know, equaled the record of 10 different venue wins as well when there hasn't been as many venues around like Waverley Park and all of those different venues. So GWS have done really well uh, as a travelling side. They've got the biggest game breaker in the league in Toby Green and and can he do it at the MCG, you know, and and get them to that second week in finals. You know what St Kilda have up their sleeve? They've got Ross Lyon and him to be able to to try and shut this game down uh, would be absolutely fantastic. They won by 12 points last time up at Giants Stadium. It was a a scrappy affair and and St Kilda, you know, just kept that lead. Giants kept coming back and St Kilda kept uh, doing that. Max King will be a massive inclusion uh, if he gets up and I I think he does get up here and uh, it's just all about how how are you going to run that defence and how are you going to make it work at the MCG? Because you've got to cover more space than at Marvel. Because if this game's at Marvel, both sides prefer that ground. But I think St Kilda would be favourites if it's at Marvel Stadium. Because at the MCG, the the tables have turned. And, and I just think that uh, Max King, Rowan Marshall behind the ball, and he's, he's going to ruck 80-90% of the day and, and just be able to dominate. St Kilda have to have a really big day. Uh, in that midfield as well, and stop the stop the out kicks from Josh Kelly, Lockie Whitfield, because if GWS start hitting their targets and they you know they take it on and, and go through that midfield, one player I am worried about, Himmelberg in defence for the Giants. He's been he's been playing super well and intercepting that ball. So you've got to lower your eyes when you go into that fifty. You've got a lot of, a lot of space there at the MCG, and you just need to find that target, and you need to not be selfish because St Kilda have a couple of players in. Jade Gresham and Jack Higgins, who can be very, very good players on the day, but they, you, you get them 40 metres out, Source, you, you don't want them kicking for goal. You want them to be passing it off. So you, you don't want to be selfish. You, you want to be able to, to, to get that in there to be able to score enough and, and, you know, score enough to win. But it's all about defence for the Saints here and can they stop these Giants and stop Jesse Hogan. Yeah, and, and that, that's what has got the, the Giants rolling, pairs. You know, the last no, nine of their last 11 games, that's what they've won, has all been because of their forward line. You know, Toby Green, the All-Australian uh, captain. And thank just, just quickly on a separate note, thank God the AFL has recognised 
how freaking good Toby Green is, and you know he he's he's absolutely killing it this year. Um, you know, but him with with Hogan, uh, the way that they've moved that forward, it's been huge. They're the number one team in in the competition from from points from turnover. Playing at the MCG though, you said it advantages um, St Kilda, but I, I I would much be would much prefer the Saints to be playing at Marvel in this one. That smaller ground allows them to to really contain it. I don't know. If the amount of room that the MCG is going to provide, if that's going to really hold up GWS, they're very good at moving the ball. They're, they're very good at that swinging, going up those sides. I'll be interested to see how how you know how you're able to sort of stop that uh, because if they can get rolling, they're, they're going to hurt you score wise. Pez, you've got an advantage in the ruck. You, you know your midfield has, has been absolutely fantastic. Sinclair has been an absolute star, and you know in order for for the Giants to be competitive in this one, they need to stop him getting out the back. And I know that quite often they, they they've been chucking a man up forward. Uh, not Taylor. Uh, what's the other bloke's name? I can't think of his name. The 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 defender that they put up. Uh, I can't think of his name anyway. Himmelberg sometimes goes up. Is it Himmelberg? Nah, there's another bloke that they put in there. And I can't think of his name. It eludes me. But they, they've been putting pushing him up forward to to ta- take out one of the their midfielders, the opposition midfielders, and really tag them and push them on the outside. Hopefully they do that again if the Giants are going to win because Saint, uh, Sinclair has been absolutely dominant. He's been a huge part in getting you rolling. A lot of people are looking at this game, Pez, saying that the Saints are not a top eight side and you snuck into finals on a couple of weird results and you've beaten teams that have been underneath you. I really like the Saints in this one. I think that... Here we go. I, I mean, I haven't got a bet in this one, Pez, and I will be obviously cheering for, for the Giants because um, uh, the St. Kilda, St. Kilda's knocked Geelong out of the finals. So, oh, so don't all like that. That's <laughs> hey, you Don't you ever start. Shit. You've never been on Geelong in any of these finals. So. Never. They're a Victorian side. You know that. Everyone knows that. So um, that's why I'm back on the Giants, I'm, Pez. They were dead to me early ex- in the year. And I would I'm expect you to be on the Giants because you are a piece of shit. But um, <laughs> we've... <laughs> You look at the recent form as well, and people have been talking about the media hyped up the Giants that they're, they're Sam Taylor was that bloke's name, by the way. <laughs> one of the best defenders in the league. <laughs> yeah. well, he goes forward. You pop him forward. No, no, they've been putting him putting him up in that midfield at stoppages to be able to stop that. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. definitely not going forward. But I, I didn't say forward. No, oh, no, no. That's why I was got confused. But anyway, the Giants in their last five, they beat the Bulldogs by five points, and the Bulldogs missed the finals. They lost to the Swans by eleven. Their source. They lost to Port Adelaide. They, they got pummeled by Port Adelaide. They beat the Bombers by 126 points, one of the worst teams in the comp. And they beat the Blues, who didn't play footy for three quarters because they had fifth position locked up. So I don't see where that's coming from. You look at St Kilda's last three. They, they dominated against Richmond. They uh, kicked the crap out of uh, a Geelong team playing for their season. Uh, and Kick the crap. <laughs> and the Brisbane Lions, like they they probably never going to win that game. But to only lose that game by 12 points and to keep Brisbane to a score of 72, uh, I'm not too disappointed in, in that leading. And I'm glad the Saints get to, to play in Victoria. And they, you know, GWS at one stage were going to play at Giant Stadium uh, when they had a couple of goals. And Carlton had to kick a couple of goals at the mm-hmm. end to get that percentage back down. But uh, I'm putting a couple of units blue bet on the Saints. 12 up special. Uh, Let's get let's get to it. And we had this chat before the the podcast, Pez. That this final series, you weren't going to bet with your heart. No, betting <laughs> with the head. <laughs> You're full of shit. 
Pez, Pez ends up throwing away a lot of his money when it gets into the, no, the great, actually grand, uh, final. grand final. Grand, grand final, final when he just goes, oh, I just don't want this team to win, so I'm putting all my money on it because that'll help the, the I've result. I've spoken about that on the podcast <laughs> in the past and not to follow my grand final bets because if it's an interstate club against a Victorian club, I'm always on the interstate and it's only paid off in 2018 when West Coast beat Collingwood. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, um, as I said, I, I'd probably be leaning towards St Kilda. I think that uh, they've been totally underrated. As you said, they're playing in Melbourne. GWS don't play at Melbourne that they don't play Melbourne that often. Um, you know, if they do, they do end up beating the Saints. Pairs they'll have won at almost. I think it's almost every game except for the Gabba. So they'll oh. win every ground except for the Gabba this season, which is a record in itself. But and they could possibly have the opportunity to go to the Gabba depending on the other result as well. Quite quite often, what you see with the, these. Um, these games pairs is the team that sort of needs to win all those games coming in there falls apart and then they were re- reliant on the last sort of rounds we quite often see that the last team to sneak in doesn't make much noise they were lucky with a couple of things that they end up getting into they that, seventh. That, that seventh spot i was i was wanting to play sydney as a st kilda supporter but, but they were lucky with that and they've, they've come from a long way back as i said nine of the last 11 that they've won you think pair. of their season yeah. round two mm-hmm. they lost to west coast who had one of the worst afl seasons ever and you thought Bang, season yeah. shot. I mean, they've, they've had a they've had a, a coaching change in there, and Kingsley's done a great job with the with the boys there. But uh, to me, this is normally what happens. The trend is that these teams sneak in, they they make it there, they do this. Oh, we made it, and then the team that's been there all year hasn't been in the eight all year. Drops they, them. they can win on the day. They've got an absolutely elite top four. Oh, they do. They they've do. got a really good top six or eight players. But I think it drops off in their their bottom eight of their best twenty three. Uh, I think it really drops I mean, off for the Giants, and on their day. You know, they can oh, beat of anyone. Of course. And, and anyone can beat anyone, and they've really. And they've, they've been, you know, banging the chest of that underdog sort of character all year. And with Toby Green, one of the best captains, you know, they've got an amazing sort of leadership group there. And when they get rolling, they, they, they are hard to stop. You know, the, the giant tsunami, as they keep calling it there, the orange the orange tsunami, they're hard to, to stop, get rolling. But they're coming up against an elite defence, the number one in the competition. They're playing at a ground whilst that doesn't favour St Kilda's defensive style is in their home backyard. So why wouldn't he be on the Saints? And at $2.10, I love that value. Let's get, let's get around the Saints. Uh, I'll be there Saturday and it'll be uh, heart-wrenching. It'll be able to be heart, heartbreaking or we, we play another week and travel into state the week after. Yeah, hopefully uh, you, you don't. Hopefully the Giants win that one. Anyway, let's get on to the Saturday night clash, Pez. Oh, come on. Don't don't be like that, Pez. A little bit of bad, oh, a little I, bit of banter. You know that you know that I hope the Saints win, but... Uh, no, you don't. No, I don't I wouldn't all, if I were you. Nah, because they knocked, they knocked my bloody team out. Well, let's uh, let's get on to the last one. Uh, second playing third, Brisbane taking on Port Adelaide. A dollar forty-four favourites are Brisbane. 282 outsiders, the power. The, uh, the shortest and longest odds in this final series. Minus 15 and a half. Is the line over under one seventy two and a half? Pez, the, the number one question that everyone will be asking is: Can Brisbane put it on the scoreboard? The last couple of final series, it seems like they put it together. They were disappointing last year in their last game. They really, really, really bombed out against the Cats. In saying that, the Cats were, were probably on the trajectory for a final leading into that final series. Um, but you know that'll be the big question with Brisbane, and that'll be in their head. We know finals is the mental game, Pez. Is that any reason to be getting on uh, the power at two eighty? Okay, some other vested interests in uh, the Brisbane Lions here. So I'll be, you know, passionately (coughs) cheering for the Lions on Saturday night. I I hope they can keep their form at the Gabba alive this year where they've beaten the the other two top four teams in Collingwood and Melbourne really early in the season source at at the Gabba uh, as underdogs in, I think, both of those games. So they were able to get the job done there. They've just, you know, teetered their way into second place and a couple of results went their way. And... 
ever since was it 2020 the the COVID year where they could have played the grand final at the Gabba had they have made it, and they ended up losing to Richmond I think in that Correct. prelim final Correct. at the Gabba. You you win two finals here at the Gabba. Uh, you play a grand final and grand final MCG. If Brisbane make it, you don't really worry about the MCG hoodoo hoodoo. It's either right. you win or you lose. Yep. Like you you've got one of two options. So. Uh, I'm really big on the lines here. I'll throw two units at them on blue bet at, with the 12 up special at $1.45. Uh, was leaning towards something else at a little bit bigger odds, but with that 12 up special, I'll, I will take the low price head to head, hoping that, you know, someone can fire for that Brisbane Lions forward line. You've got Zach Bailey up there who can, you know, star and kick a couple of goals. You've got Charlie Cameron, of course. Joe Danaher can do anything. I hope he does share the ball a little bit, a little bit more. You've got Hipwood if he kicks straight. Uh, McInerney's really big for them in the ruck. He he can play defensive as well. And Port Adelaide, although having a couple of superstars, they are still really young and they're going to have to travel into another state to play a big final in front of a big Brisbane crowd. Uh, I'm just not sure that they're going to be able to do it. So up the lines. Yeah, I I'm totally agree with you, Pez. Uh, the the dollar forty four is great money there. I've got two units on them, a, a blue bit as well. I don't mind the line either at minus 15.5. I am a little bit... Um, the 15 and a half, it's a hard number. It's a hard number. Yeah. You are correct. If it was like the 13 and a half before, I'd eat that shit up because three goals is exactly what you want. Uh, I imagine the problem with Brisbane is exactly that. If, if they're kicking straight, they're going to get so many forward entries. They're one of the number one offenses in, in the league. And momentum team. And if they if are a massive momentum. If they um, get it going, bang. And... And especially the, the Gabba's turned into a bit of a fortress too when they are exactly. going. They've and they've got the music the going. They, it becomes quite, you know, uh, jovial and fun. And, and I think that the, that will relax them. And if they can get an early start, they're going to pump Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide haven't been in great form. Uh, and as you said, they are. we forget that they are quite a young side. They surprised a lot of te people this year in the way that they've played. The last month or so, that's really dropped off. Yeah, yeah, and you know Zach Butters is he had a really good season. You got Rosie in the middle. You've got the young Horn Francis, who you know he's gone missing in, in games as well. Even though uh, we love him over there at Port Adelaide, but it, it's absolutely massive. It's got to be a complete turnaround because Brisbane got done by ten goals over at, um, Amy Stadium. Was that round one? I think it was, mm -hmm. which is absolutely unbelievable. Uh, looking at those two sides heading into the season, and they finish second and third uh, to play here. Uh, the thing that's interesting for me is. The other side, if you flip this and Port Adelaide somehow finish second, like who who would be favourite? Port Adelaide would be slight favourite, I think, but it'd be it'd be closer to even money. Well, they're going to be playing in Adelaide, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, is where do where do the odds sit? Is it the same but re flipped? Or nah, it's, see, it's I, a lot closer. I, I isn't would it? say it would be even money. Yeah, I'd yeah, say that's what I'm money. saying. Yeah, sorry. So, so I thought you were saying that if they they win. Like if they were getting into the prelim, like that, what would the odds be? Oh no! If they get into the prelim, they're going to be favourites there. Yeah. Either of these sides, because they get a home prelim, it's going to be absolutely massive for for both of them. And if they lose, it's a really hard road to to make it to grand final day, and uh, I don't think it can be done. No, and like Brisbane have, you know, they, they were disappointing last year um, towards the end that they gave away that, that home final because if they had that home final last year, they probably were looking at, a you know, a grand final berth. This Brisbane team, and we said this at the start, Pez, they are primed for September. They are ready now. They're, they've been primed for a couple of years. No, no, but, they're, but, but they've, they've, they've been sort of, you know, early on, they, they snuck in that, that, you know, that double chance early on where they went out in straight sets and, and now they're starting to do, they got the hoodoo off their back last year. This is huge. You look at their last five games coming in there, beat the Saints by 12 points. 
Huge game. They defeated Collingwood by 24 points. That was in Melbourne too. So they came down to Melbourne. They, they knocked off the, the number one team. They beat Adelaide, who was fighting for their season by six points. Defeated Fremantle by three, who has been a really tough out in the last month. And then they had a free hit against the Gold Coast Suns where they just gave away a, a nice little easy win for that. They are primed for their pairs. They're the, they're the f- team ranked first in for points from turnover, uh, inside 50 differential, second in points for and score per inside 50 efficiency. They're a top offensive side. If they can get this rolling, they're going to absolutely smash them. The other thing that I wouldn't sleep on is that 172. That's quite high for the rest of the games, but quite low for a Melbourne and Port Adelaide side when they have that free-flowing football. And as you said... Brisbane are my momentum team, so I've got two units on them at a dollar forty uh, one forty five uh, one forty four. So the one seventy two, where, where's your lean at the over or the under? Oh, I'd be looking at the over, yeah, the over in a big final. Yep, definitely, definitely. Because yeah. you you think about it, if you think Brisbane are going to smash them, like that's where the free flowing footy will happen. Uh, it'll end up being bruise bruise free footy in that last quarter if the game's already done, uh, and and goals should flow in the the music hopefully. Uh, plays over and over again for those uh, Brisbane Lions on Saturday night. I've got the. I've, not that it matters a bit. My my sort of metrics have the game sitting at one eighty one. So that, and that that's still with you know them winning by Brisbane winning by twenty eight points. So uh, and then oh, the, here we go. the metrics the, exact the, margin. The metrics have been pretty good this year, Pez. Uh, and uh, as I said, I think I think Brisbane are going to very quickly turn into the premiership favourite at the end of this round. No matter what happens in the other ones, they're going to turn straight into that premiership favourite. If they win, they are. They are definitely. Oh, I, I think halfway through that first quarter, Pez, they are going to look super impressive because they are prime Brisbane. And whoever wins on Thursday night and gets that home MCG final, they're going to be second favourite. Yeah, yeah, yes and no. Um, like yeah, I mean obviously they are. Who else? But, is it, be? but obviously they are going to be the second favourite. But uh, you know, uh, Melbourne or Collingwood would have to really destroy that their, their opposition to really, you know. To, to knock off Brisbane as that that favourite because I think Brisbane have hit form they've been impressive they've got a, a definite home ground advantage I know Collingwood does Melbourne I mean it's ski season so probably not um, but but I think yeah I think Brisbane's going to be the team to beat this year all right something I want to happen in the finals not banking on it or anything but wouldn't you love to see Collingwood lose to Melbourne and then Carlton to beat the Swans to have an elimination <laughs> next, re- next week, week two next Carlton week. versus Amazing. Collingwood. That's when you'd have to make, you know, freak, let a couple of prisoners out of, of jail. <laughs> well, and they wouldn't just, be able to access ticket ticket anyway. <laughs> just free. Not not to, to put them to the game, just to free up cells for who's going to have to go oh, in there. I thought you'd be let them in the game <laughs> so they could get all their supporter bases there. <laughs> not at all, but that will be um, that would be massive if that was to happen. That's that's insane. It is definitely insane. And speaking of insane pairs, uh, I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen the uh, sports bets little promotion that they've been running, the uh, Pick Nine? I saw it on the app, but I don't know what it is. It is oh, the, it is the stupidest thing. You got to pick all nine games. You got to pick yeah. all nine games, and they give and you the ridic- they give you ridiculous odds. So like you, ridiculous odds. Why would you ever do that? You'd be better to back who you think's going to win every single aren't game. At the, the games aren't at the same spot. So we've spoken about this in the past. If you put a multi bet for all four games head to head, just don't do it because just put a, a single bet of what you would have for the first game, and if you still like that bet, you put your 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 bet. And your winnings onto the second game, and you roll it over, and you, you keep rolling it, and that's that's what a multi pays out. So there's no point putting um, Thursday nights, Friday nights, Saturdays, and Saturday nights game all in a multi, because anything can happen. There can be massive injuries at, at training on on Friday, 
and you really don't like your bet anymore. Just, oh, just look, relax. It's so ridiculous. I'm just looking at it now. Like, if you think your Saints are going to win this week, Bez, you think Saints are going to win, and you think you're going to win the Premiership, you're $326 odds. Why? So, well, Collingwood are going to win, Carlton's going to win, St Kilda's going to win. But that's Brisbane's all going to happen, gonna yeah? And then the week after, Melbourne's going to win, and then St Kilda's going to win. And then the week after that, St Kilda's going to be win the prelim, and then you've got here Brisbane as one of the options to win, and then you're going to beat Brisbane at, at odds of 326. Why, why would you waste your money on that? Why wouldn't I just go hard at the $2.10 this week? Why, against, wouldn't, why wouldn't you just... Against GWS, and then just... See what happens. I mean, St Kilda are probably one of the, the, the bottom teams in terms of AFL Premiership anyway. Put a cheeky one on that. Go hard this week and then just roll it over. And that is not um, financial advice. Do not put any money on the Saints for the Premiership. <laughs> it is very, very, very unlikely $34, Pez. Cheeky 100 on that one and you are laughing. You know what? I'm just going to keep a lid on things and the lids are staying on over here, unlike those Carlton supporters where the lid's off absolutely Mate, if they, if they win this week, the lid will be blown off. But if they win, they already know their opponent the next week mm-hmm. and it's either going to be Collingwood or Melbourne. Yeah, it's huge Melbourne yes. final. And like Carlton are pretty lucky too. Like on the way that they, they run, they can stay in Melbourne for, 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 you know, they might only have to go to Brisbane and win one game out interstate or Port, or Port Adelaide. They only have to leave Melbourne once. That's, that's that's not a bad thing for finishing fifth. Oh, for outside the top four. Very hard to win the premiership from outside the top four. Yes, so. it's been done before, but... Uh, we, we hear you, Bulldogs fans, and how's your premiership hunt been after that one, eh? You, you would think the the team that the two teams that win the prelim are the only two teams that have a chance to win the grand final, you'd say, yeah, Source? The win, no, pr- win, win, win the, the prelim. prelim. I'm talking yeah, about yeah, the I would, I would say that. They, it's not pretty it, obvious. I would say that. Uh, you mean to win the qualifying final? No. Oh, I actually meant to win the prelim just to... Try and uh, try and trick you there because yeah, if yeah. they win the prelim, they're the only teams. In yeah, it well, no, no shit. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're a good. I think they're a good chance if they win the prelim pairs. Maybe 50-50 I'd say. Oh yeah. Well, I think the the team that wins that interstate final uh, will make the grand final. Uh, <laughs> there. Well. There. Yeah. No shit. There's going to be one interstate. Well, possibly not. Yeah. Well, the, possibly not. But that's what I'm saying. That's that's my thing. And the team that wins that other final, it's it's still up in the air. Take, that take, other MCG take your Saints final. out of it, Pez. Who who's the team looking in the best form? Let's let's stop all this this hypothetical bullshit Brisbane. about Br- Brisbane looking Brisbane. best form. So you, you, you go Brisbane at the three seventy five for premiership, or a dollar ninety one to make the grand final. Yeah, a dollar ninety one to make the grand final. I would like, but I wouldn't like that because that's like multi and up. I would just bet on Brisbane this week. Or and, they, and roll or, it into or, or the if prelim. They make the grand final, just just yeah, and roll it into the prelim. It's it's silly, um, but there you go. There's a, a couple of bets. They'll be on the spreadsheet at behind the bound on Twitter. Uh, we've got what yeah, TikTok, Instagram, all of that. Got and, a couple uh, of videos going this one, Pez. Oh, do you? <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> we have to have, have give it give it to the intern and see what he can intern, yeah. see what he can come up Ten's with. Been busy but, um, this week. Yeah, uh, that's it. I'm I'm Pez. Peace out. I'm still sauce. We'll catch up next week. Now you're gone.